Fresh Art International presents Art Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer, and today I'm speaking with Joyce Scott, a visual and performing artist based in Baltimore, Maryland. Joyce is participating in Prospect 2, New Orleans, a biennial of international contemporary art that will be on view from October 22, 2011 to January 29, 2012. Joyce is going to talk to us about how she became involved in Prospect 2. Well, Dan Cameron, the the actual curator director, was in Baltimore, and he and you, as I remember, visited me in my gallery, a Goya Contemporary, and he actually invited me to be in the exhibition. There he talked about my ability to, you know, stretch and push what I do inside of the studio or inside of a, a gallery setting uh, much further out. And since I'd done these large site-specific installations before, I saw this as a perfect opportunity to uh, push myself at another time in my life, at a different era in my life. Right. Well, it's very exciting for Baltimore to be represented at the biennial. Yes, I think um, that's great, too. It's fantastic because Baltimore's always, well, got this marginal identity, so you're bringing us in the forefront. And I, I've lived in Baltimore for a time now, and I realize how important your role is in Prospect, too. Well, I thank you for that, and I can say that Baltimore is a city that's ripe, that's, that's chocked full of visual and performance literary artists, dancers, and uh, who have real lives here. And like any other artist, we're, we're also trying to work outside of our city. I actually gained any renown that I have outside of the city and then came home to, I've always lived here, but, but then I got more time or more heat in the city after I'd shown in and exhibited around the world a lot outside of this town. I can say that it's unfortunate because some people who view arts think that we are marginalized or squelched by our proximity to Washington, New York, and even Chicago, and that we're in that kind of dreaded triangle. Uh, it doesn't actually change the ability of artists to make really fine work. For her Prospect 2 project, Joyce took St. Veronica as her primary image and turned the saint into an African-American sage, a woman she calls Miss Veronica. Originally planned as an elaborate installation and performance in a desanctified Catholic church, the project was redesigned due to budgetary challenges. So what I'm doing now is an exhibition at Tulane New, uh, University in the Newcomb Gallery. Mm -hmm. It's a two-person show, although we are in two different galleries. Nicholas Cage, his sound suits are one. Wow. And I have my exhibition, uh, Miss Veronica. Yes. But in this exhibition, there'll be 39 different objects from sculpture to prints. And on the outside, I got to retrieve one site-specific installation. Excellent. Now, where is that going to take place? Well, I tell you, it was going to be hanging from a pole on the outside of the gallery. And as we were 
working uh, with my, with the people and my installation people. That makes me sound much haughtier yes. than I am. My Very people. Very your people. Uh, I, I was just there like, we're going to put this poll and I was just really like, I heard myself mumbling, but like, they have these enormous trees. So I said, why don't we just hang it from a tree? Da, 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 da. We all loved it. It was all fabulous. Like it from a tree. Let's put me in a cherry picker now. Those of you who are listening don't understand that I'm a very large woman. So me going up on a cherry picker, that's going to be a whole drama within itself. I'm looking forward. I wish I could be there for that. Now, I already designed this uh, piece of sculpture that thing. It's not a person being lynched from a tree. It's a woman in a tree lynching a tree. It's What's incredible. Joyce is known for her beaded art, but I've never seen anything at this scale. It's, it's very, very large. It's, it's the largest thing of this exact type that I've done. And what I did was, as soon as I said, oh, of course, I'll put it in the tree, darling. I'm so I went home and thought, oh, no, because uh, I have to now change it because I'm going to put it in a tree. So, so did I, that mean you had to make it bigger? I not only had to make it bigger because it was going to be farther away. So right. visually, for it to remain commanding, it would have to be larger. I'd have to think about how I was going to wrap it around a tree branch in contrast to a pole, which you can put on the ground or very close and make it, of course, very easy to work with. Well, now we have to go up in the cherry picker in a tree. I mean, I lost my mind. What we're talking about now is I designed this so that it would work. Also, it's done with these clear, translucent, shiny beads that get their color from the thread that's sewn into them. But that also means that they're going to glisten magnificently. Amazing. So what is the scale of this woman? When she is installed and body contorted properly, yes. she'll probably be around five and a half feet by four feet. Right. And, and then there'll be a tree. tree. How high oh, the tree? at least 17 feet. The work on the inside has is, is emblematic of what I do. I do a lot of work on beauty, but I also do a lot of work on social and political issues. So there'll be stuff. Um, I'm doing a whole section called Still Funny about what humor is in regard to race and sex, sometimes separately, sometimes right. together. If it's humor, if it's funny, is it still funny because it came out of different social and cultural, you know, dilemma that we experienced in the 50s, 40s, 60s? Is it still funny? Can it be fun? Can we laugh at stuff that's dark and mean-spirited? Can it still be funny? I'm very proud of that exhibition. Then I have a second exhibition at Dillard University and mm -hmm. their gallery called tight fit and it is six very small pieces from a series that I've done called and, and still working on called Day After Rape. It's about the sexual objectification of women and how we are fodder or instruments in war. So there are little pieces about women like in, in Darfur or in Bosnia who have been used as fodder in war they are raped they are killed they're mutilated they're left as signposts and then they're also there's a, a suite of, of uh, prints that I did also so that's going to be a very tiny sweet exhibition mm -hmm. and then I'm going to have um, a teaser show at Gallery I.O., which is Thomas Mann, a very famous jeweler. I love him, and he's fabulous. He only has his own studio and his own gallery in New Orleans. He lives in New Orleans. And we're going to do a teaser show of the jewelry that I make. Some are my pieces, 
but there are other pieces that I'm doing collaboratively with two uh, youngins, uh, Shana Croix and Lauren Schott from Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And then there's one other thing, and that's the um, the performance yes, at the I was gonna ask healing. You. It's the, it's a it's a healing space, and in it because there are lots of venues in it, you know, like the mm -hmm. shops and other things. Right. And there's something called Gallery Istanbul, which was a gallery that used to exist in the French Quarter and was very popular. Well, now it's they've opened it, and it's opening, I think, for uh, P2. And this is one of those situations where I'm glad that I'm 62 and have the ability to be, to change, to be a chameleon, and have spent years on the road as as quite honestly, like a vaudeville cabaret right. performer because I had built the idea and began writing the performance to do inside of the church, which was a pristine oh. area, which, and we would build the lighting for it, and I, the whole thing was different. Now we're going to be in cafe, in a cafe setting that opens on the day in the afternoon of the entire opening. The 22nd? Yes. I've changed the performance very much because it, it really is meant now to be in a very different venue. I have two singers and a tuba player and a guitarist who will be my musical uh, attendants and, and uh, players. And this performance is really going to be on the rift or, or, or the relationship between contemporary men and women. Now, at 62, I thought that I wasn't going to do any more performances like this. I would just keep singing because my last show called Walk a Mile in My Drawers, yes, that was the name of it, um, was everything I wanted. I had a, a real director, a lighting right. a designer. I had I, I got to do a CD. Where we got, did you do um, this? We did this at the Theater Project here in Baltimore. Uh -huh. uh, we got an NEA grant, so we had enough money to produce a real show and it was so much work and I also haven't said that I have two rotten knees so I'm performing with a cane oh my goodness and I, that's a cane you walk with not anything else that you're thinking about you dirty minded audiences and so I thought like this will probably be it but when this opportunity came how could you resist how could I resist it and I had great grand ideas about the church but now thank god I had all these years of performing as a solo artist and with my one of my partners was some um, Kayla Wall and we were the Thunder Thigh Review and we performed lots of places doing bringing back the cabaret right. uh, vaudeville kind so of two-person comedy So you're thrilled about thing. this opportunity now. I'm thrilled that I'm ready. I'm ready to take the chance because part of what can happen is that you your uh, spark wings. You start mm. thinking, well, I've done that for a really long time, and if I can't do what I want, then why am I yelling myself? And so I had to ignite reignite inside of me that idea that you know but you've never done but i have to see i've performed in new orleans i've yes. done this i've worked in new orleans so i thought the thunder thighs worked there with jimmy wilson who's a fabulous trumpet i mean you know we we did a lot of things i've already worked this so how do you keep it interesting and hot for yourself well i've never had the ability to uh talk and do this in 40 minutes dan, dan, dan. have two Singers that I and, and and I always wanted tuba player and, you and got a guitarist. It. You now, got I have it. That's the thing. That's what's getting me exciting. The fact, excited, the idea that I can do that one more time, and that it can be a quality presentation. That this is an international 
uh, Biennale and that the people from around the world will be interested and in fact dig excited by what I do. Just a baby, you not yet a man who did that to you.